Ukraine claims further small gains in early stages of counteroffensive. Andrew E. Kramer Lara Jakes Mark Santora Carlotta Gall David Body. Kiev says it has retaken another village in eastern Ukraine as the campaign to push back Russian forces takes shape. Here's what we're covering. Ukraine claims it has recaptured another village in the east. NATO's biggest air force drills since the end of the Cold War kickoff in Germany. Residents of a Ukrainian city are asked to cut water use by nearly half. Everything will die, the dam blast imperils Ukraine's vital lifeline. Fake signals and American insurance, how a dark fleet moves Russian oil. Ukraine claims it has recaptured another village in the east. Ukraine's military said on Monday that it had liberated an additional village near a string of small settlements along a river in eastern Ukraine, an area that has been at the epicenter of fighting as the counteroffensive to push back Russian forces takes shape. The military said it had reclaimed the village of Storzhov early Monday, suggesting it had crossed the Mokryili River from its positions in the village of Blahoden. The combat with tanks, armored vehicles, howitzers, drones and infantry is happening on farmland near the small river that loops around the villages now changing hands in the fighting. The progress, while small, appeared to be the third village that Ukraine's military has recaptured from Russia in the past few days, the Ukrainian volunteer forces have also said they have taken one additional settlement. Those advances are a departure from the reports that emerged last week in the first few days of the counteroffensive, when Russian officials claimed that Ukrainian forces were taking heavy casualties and losing precious equipment donated by allies, including the United States. Ukraine did not dispute those claims of losses last week, even as it gave signals that the long-awaited push was underway. It also appeared that flooding after the destruction of the Kakovka Dam on the Dnipro River in southern Ukraine had done little to slow Ukraine's advance. Ukraine has accused Russia, which controls the dam, of destroying it. Engineers who have seen the evidence have said that the dam was probably destroyed by an explosion from the inside. The Ukrainian military said on Monday that Russia had also blown up a dam on the Mokryili River to thwart Ukrainian crossings. It was not clear which stretches of the river were affected. In its early phases, Ukraine's counteroffensive is likely to employ multiple probing attacks and feints, with the bulk of the attacking force held in reserve, military analysts have said. Ukraine has not disclosed losses, but attacks against trenches over farm fields dense with mines are likely to be taking a heavy toll, analysts say. Progress is measured in yards or at most a mile or so and success in the opening week of the fighting has been the recapture of tiny farming villages. Still, the announcements of liberating territory that came Sunday and Monday buoyed the mood of Ukrainians. Among soldiers interviewed at cafes in the city of Zaporizhia on Sunday after they came off the front, there was a sense of momentum in the early advances. But they also described intense artillery barges from the Russians. The State of the War Ukraine's Counteroffensive Ukrainian forces intensified attacks in the southern region of Zaporizhia in what U.S. officials said appeared to be the start of a long-anticipated Ukrainian counteroffensive. Ukrainian floods 
flooding forced thousands of residents in communities along the Dnipro River to flee after the destruction of a Russian-controlled dam in southern Ukraine that Kyiv and Moscow blamed on each other. U.S. spy satellites detected an explosion at the dam just before it collapsed, but it remains unclear what caused its destruction. Cross-border skirmishes as Ukraine's leaders dealt with the devastation, https colon slash slash www.newyorktimes.com slash 2023 slash 06 slash 07 slash world slash Europe slash Ukraine curse and flooding. HTML, action equals click and type equals legacy collection and state equals default 10 module equals SDYLN rush Ukrainian variant equals show and region equals main underscore content underscore one and block equals storyline underscore top underscore links underscore circ caused by the floods in southern Ukraine, cross-border hostilities in the northeast continued with both sides trading heavy volleys of artillery shells. NATO's biggest air force drill since the end of the Cold War kickoff in Germany. Onesdorf, Germany, more than 250 aircraft and 10,000 personnel will participate in a two-week military exercise beginning on Monday involving NATO nations and Japan in what host nation Germany bills as the largest deployment of aircraft in the alliance's history. Planning for the training began in 2018. But it comes as fighting escalates on NATO's doorstep in Ukraine, where Kyiv's forces, backed by arms from Western allies, are mounting an offensive to reclaim territory captured by Russia since the invasion ordered last year by President Vladimir V. Putin. Officials involved in the 25-nation NATO exercise said it sends a message about the alliance's solidarity. I would be pretty surprised if any world leader was not taking note of what this shows, in terms of the spirit of this alliance, which means the strength of this alliance," Amy Gutman, the U.S. ambassador to Germany, told reporters last week. That includes Mr. Putin. The exercise, known as Air Defender, is led by the German government and will bring together the largest number of aircraft from outside Germany for a training mission since NATO was founded in 1949. The United States flew about 100 National Guard and Navy aircraft to Germany for the exercises. The 12-day event starts with an airshow in Wunstorf, in northern Germany, that will feature cargo and refueling planes, workhorse aircraft that have been crucial to getting weapons and supplies to Ukraine. Pilots will conduct other missions with fighter jets, the show horses of the sky, at five other bases across Germany. The exercise comes a few weeks after the United States reluctantly agreed to allow Ukrainian troops to train on and eventually obtain American-made F-16 fighter jets, not just for the current conflict against Russia but also as part of a longer-term deterrence strategy. Air Force General Ingo Gerhardt's of Germany, who is overseeing Air Defender, said it was not directed at anyone and emphasized that no offensive scenarios would be practiced. We are a defense alliance, and so this exercise will be of a defensive nature," General Gerhardt's told reporters in Berlin. But General Gerhardt's said that when he proposed the exercise, in 2018, the trigger for me back then was the capture, the annexation of Crimea. The Ukrainian Peninsula, by Mr. Putin four years earlier. After Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine last year, General Gerhardt said, allies on NATO's eastern flank, closest to Russia, are asking for reinsurance that the alliance will defend them in case of aggression by Moscow. One goal of the exercise is to test how aircraft from so many states communicate with each other, said Douglas Berry, a military aerospace expert at the International Institute for Strategic Studies, a research institute based in London.
Mr. Barry said cargo and fuel flight crews will be closely watched during the exercises because of the important role they play in conflicts, including in Ukraine. But mostly, he said, the exercises are part of a signaling campaign, letting Mr. Putin know just what NATO is capable of launching against Russia, if needed. Even if the exercises were planned years ago, Mr. Barry said, I'd be very surprised, shall we say, if the alliance wasn't kind of looking at this as part of its overall messaging strategy. Christopher F. Schutz contributed reporting from Berlin. Advertisement. Residents of a Ukrainian city are asked to cut water use by nearly half. KYIV, Ukraine, hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians were ordered on Monday to reduce their water consumption by nearly half, a consequence of the loss of one of the nation's largest reservoirs after the destruction of the Kakovka Dam in southern Ukraine last week. Nearly three-quarters of Krivi Rih, a steel and mining city of 630,000 people about 80 miles north of the dam, will run out of potable water within weeks if consumption is not reduced by 40 percent, Alexander Vilkel, the head of the city's military administration, said. In the surrounding Dnipro region, officials said that 89,000 people were already without clean water and have urged people to buy bottled water. The water challenges show how the crisis unleashed by the dam disaster is widening, even after thousands were evacuated from towns and villages submerged as the reservoir emptied. The destruction of the dam, which was controlled by Russian forces, flooded dozens of towns and cities along the Dnipro River, which is the lifeblood of agriculture and industry across southern Ukraine and now divides Russian and Ukrainian forces in much of the region. At least 10 people have died in Ukrainian-controlled territory and thousands of people were evacuated on both sides of the river. As water levels have receded, the long-term effects of the flooding and of the lack of a reservoir to feed clean water to farmers and residents are becoming more apparent. President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine, in an address to the nation Sunday night, lashed out at Russian forces, whom he blames for destroying the dam. Engineers who have reviewed the available evidence have said the collapse was probably caused by a blast from inside the Russian-controlled dam. Moscow has denied responsibility. Mr. Zelensky said representatives of the International Criminal Court had visited the Kherson region and have seen the consequences of this Russian act of terrorism with their own eyes and heard for themselves that Russian terror continues. The court did not immediately confirm the visit. Everything will die, the dam blast imperils Ukraine's vital lifeline. The view from villagers' gardens on the northern shore of Kakovka Reservoir has changed significantly in the four days since an explosion destroyed the nearby dam and the waters receded. Mud flats stretch for hundreds of yards, and a long sandbar has emerged from the water reaching out across the bay. Europe's largest nuclear power plant, only four miles across the water on the southern shore, where it is under Russian military control, appears closer. The water has already dropped below the critical level to resupply water to the plant, Ukrainian officials said. In communities downriver, the water unleashed by the burst dam flooded homes and swept away property and livestock within hours of the explosion. For those living upstream, the disaster has unfolded in slow motion, the reservoir dropping three to four feet a day. Everything will die, said Tatiana, 64, as she walked through her fruit and vegetable garden with young tomato plants on her left and red currant and black currant bushes on her right.
The taps had run dry in the morning in her village, Pridniprovsk, said Tatyana, who like other local residents withheld their surnames for security reasons. She had just managed to do a load of washing in time. And the pipe that she used to water the vegetables had also dried up. Built 75 years ago, the Kakovka Reservoir, the largest body of fresh water in Ukraine, is the life and livelihood of communities across a huge region. Its water feeds everything from small homes to large industries, with gardens, vineyards, shipping businesses and steel plants all reliant on the reservoir. Now, all are under threat. The towns and villages that grew up around the reservoir face hardship, even extinction, endangering a critical pillar of Ukraine's economy. Carlotta Gull Advertisement Fake signals and American insurance, how a dark fleet moves Russian oil. In February, an oil tanker transmitted a signal showing it was sailing west of Japan. But the tanker's path was highly unusual. Over the course of a day, its signals showed erratic behavior as the ship rapidly changed position. A satellite image, taken during this time, deepened the mystery, there was no ship there at all. The oil tanker, the Cathay Phoenix, was sending a fake location signal. This is known as spoofing.